It's Monday, March 22nd, and you're tuned into the Cleveland Baseball Talk podcast. I'm Joe Noga, joined by Paul Hoynes, our tribe beat writer. He's in Goodyear, Arizona, back out there for the final week of Indian spring training as they're closing out the Cactus League season and getting ready to head to Detroit for the season opener on the 1st of April. Hoynesy, we've, we've got some roster news and some moves over the weekend. Uh, the big one, didn't see it coming, really. Uh, Oscar Mercado is going to open the season at the depth camp for the Indians. Uh, he's been optioned to AAA and, and will probably start in Columbus uh, when the Indians go to Detroit. Yeah, just, uh, you know, Joe, I really think this is a, a hangover from um, – from the from the sixty game sprint uh, last year, I don't think it got he didn't get his head right. It just seemed to me that this was a lot more mental than physical, and uh, I hope he gets you know he, he I think that was one of the reasons they sent him down, and uh, just to get his mind right, and hopefully he you know he gets straightened out. Yeah, that was uh, that was an e- a theme that was echoed sort of in comments earlier in camp from Mercado. And, and really just all through uh, his performance and every time we'd ask Tito about him, uh, he said he, he's got some things and, and there's, you know, issues he's got to work through and they're going to put him on a plan with uh, um, Eckstein, the uh, Alex, Alex Eckstein, the uh, minor league hitting coordinator and Ty Van Berkelio. They're going to get together with Mercado, figure out a plan, map things out to get him back and get him right. And the way that Tito put it was give him a chance to be uh, a major league center fielder. And that's, you know, what he's, what he's going to be working towards now is, is that opportunity Uh, who knows when he might get it. Yeah. I mean, and uh, it's really, you know, I, I thought this, I thought he would, I thought he was the favorite to win the job going, you know, with at the start of camp, I thought he'd come in and, you know, kind of put last year behind him, but you know, obviously he struggled to do that. And now you know, really, you look at the Indians, they're kind of in a lurch in center field. Right. And uh, they're, they're going to start Ahmed Rosario uh, in, in today's ball game. He's going to play in a B game tomorrow. Uh, but we've seen what Ahmed Rosario offers in the field right now. And that I, I don't know if that's a viable option uh, to start the season there with, with him as your, your right-handed hitter in, the, in whatever kind of platoon or anything like that for center field. Uh, does this put extra pressure on Bradley Zimmer now, who was sort of in the same position Mercado was in? Uh, and, you know, he, he had a double, I, I believe, yesterday, an RBI double yesterday, uh, you know, is, is maybe starting to come around at the plate, showed signs in uh, summer camp last year. But, but really, we haven't really seen it on a consistent basis from Zimmer. Yeah, I mean, since, you know, 2017, you know, when he really, you know, was so athletic, uh, so fast, that's such a great arm. Then he hit, you know, he, he injured his right shoulder and he's been coming back ever since. And, uh, you know, so maybe this is the opening he needs. Maybe this is the opportunity he needs. But, and so you've got, you know, you've got Zimmer, you've got Rosario and you've got Ben Gamble. And, you know, how is that going to shake out? Yeah, I I don't know if it means if Mercado's uh, you know option means for sure that Ben Gamble is going to be on the team, but it, it definitely gives him a, a better chance than he he had on uh, on Saturday when Mercado was in the mix. Uh, another thing that you know still just 
just doesn't sit right with me is Daniel Johnson. And they've, they've already optioned him down to AAA. This is a guy who can play center field and was having one of the best camps of anybody on the roster. And you've, you've moved him. It's got to be for service time manipulation reasons, something in, in, in that regard, because really there's not a lot that he can, can has left to prove at the AAA level. Yeah, I think, you know, I think that plays into it, Joe, but I also think, you know, you know, he really needed a full season at AAA and maybe he didn't get it. He obviously didn't get it last year because, you know, the minor league season was, uh, was uh, canceled. So, you know, but, you know, it's, this is a hard game and, you know, you get, there's a lot of dis, there's more disappointment than success for players, for a lot of players, I think. And so this is something, you know, he gets tested again. Can he get back up there? And, you know, the strange thing to me is that he was never even considered a center fielder when they had obviously, you know, such a gaping hole in center. Right. Not a, he wasn't considered there in this camp, but uh, Francona did say that when they optioned him, that's where he was going to play. He was going to start to get work there in center field. I think when he comes back to this club, eventually at some point this season, and he will, that he's a center fielder if he, he comes back. They're going to leave Naylor in left or in in right. You've got Naylor, Luplo, uh, any number of options out there in right field. I think uh, when Johnson comes back, he's your center fielder. Yeah, that could you know I, that, that I would be you know that's that's a good point. That's an interesting point. And then what about Mercado and Zimmer? I mean, are they what what happens to those guys? Uh, I, I think Mercado's still going to be working on things. He's going to get into the triple A season, I think, and, and have to prove things in, in games at triple A before he, uh, yeah. you know, to, to kick his way back onto the, you know, kick the door down. Uh, I think you open Rosario is going to be on the roster one way or another. Right. So he's there. Uh, I think you open with Rosario and Zimmer as your, your guys in center field uh, Gamel as a, as a depth guy. And <laughs> I mean, in, in terms of a, a third or fourth outfielder guy in yeah. the mix there. Um, and if nobody really steps forward and just sort of takes it, then by mid-May, you bring up Daniel Johnson. Yeah, and, and you've got to remember that, you know, the, the AAA's not, they don't start the season until May. Right. Well, so he's going to come out, he's going to have to come out of that, you know, the, uh, the alternate training site to, uh, you know, to, 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 if they bring him up that early alternate training sites, uh, three words that are like a four letter word to, uh, <laughs> to some of these, these guys in camp right now. Uh, the other news uh, coming from Sunday morning, uh, they informed the Indians informed Trevor Steffen that he will make the ball club and that he will be with the team uh, out of spring training, a six, five right-hander who throws in the upper nineties and has a, a really good slider. And this is a tremendous opportunity for a kid who never pitched above a uh, double a ball uh, before the Indians made him a rule five pick back in December. Yeah. Just a, a, a great story, great spring training story. Um, and, uh, the, obviously he, he impressed them enough where they didn't want to offer him back to the Yankees and, uh, they haven't had a, uh, um, a rule five guy make the club since, uh, I think Hector Ambrose, I think it was right, right around 2009. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, he was a right-hander from, uh, from Arizona. And then before that was Mike Huff, the center wow. fielder in 1990. 
1991, I believe. 91. And uh, so, you know, this, this doesn't happen a lot and especially doesn't happen with the Indians. Right. And, you know, this isn't to say that he's going to be with the club the whole season. I mean, if he, if they get to the point where he's not effective or, or if they need to make a move, that's the first thing they'll have to do is offer him back to the Yankees. And, you know, who knows if the Yankees will be, will, will want to take him, but uh, at least for the time being, he sort of fits into uh, he's he's like a juiced up Dan Otero, I guess. You know, throws a little <laughs> harder, but that's the role that he's going to be pitching. Yeah, in, is that is that uh, you know middle sort of area, not 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 a late guy yet. Uh, who knows? But you know that Lord knows they don't have enough uh, you know big hard throwing right handers in the back end of the bullpen right now. Uh, uh, but Trevor Steffen, yeah, it, it, he's I guess when Tito told him. Uh, that he was on the club. All he did was was smile. And then Tito said he looked like he, he had to go, you know, tell somebody. So he's like, Tito said, do you have to make a phone call? He's like, yeah, I got to call my family. And so he like ran out of the meeting to go call his family. <laughs> so excited about it. That's great. And then, so I think, you know, the Indians, the, the minimum he, he has to stay in the big leagues, it's, I think it's 90 days in the big leagues. He's got to not, you know, so they might, I don't know if that, you know, because the same thing happened with uh, uh, Santander with, uh, you know, the oh. Indians out with Baltimore. He was yeah. off and on the DL, but he, he was he was in, on the big league roster or on the disabled list or, you know, he made it 90 days. So and they were able to keep him. So that's something to look forward as well. Right. Yeah. They count your service time counts on the on that big league roster, whether you're on the uh, what is it, the 10 day or the the 60 day uh, injured list. So, you know, it, and Lord knows we're not wishing that on Trevor Steffen at all, but you know, if he has to go that route too, that they, they will, would be able to keep him. The Talkin' Tribe opening day virtual event will take place April 5th at noon, featuring Indians reporters and columnists from cleveland.com and the Plain Dealer. Tickets can be reserved online at cleveland.com. This year, you can enter to win entry to our VIP experience and get the opportunity to mingle with former Cleveland Indians players. Only 150 tickets are available for the exclusive experience and can be won through our sweepstakes. Register now to win at cleveland.com slash try. Be sure to join Paul Hoynes, Terry Pluto, Joe Noga, and Doug LaMaurice as we get you ready for the home opener at Progressive Field and the rest of the Indians 2021 season. There's never been a better time to register for Indian subtext and get all your Cleveland Indians news with updates from Cleveland.com reporters Paul Hoynes and Joe Noga. Get on board now by going to joinsubtext.com slash Cleveland Indians. Our subscriber-based service gives you the latest news, analysis, and more from the Indians. For $3.99 a month, you get everything we're hearing from the team and the first word before things are announced. We text you big breaking news directly to your phone, even before it's up on cleveland.com. And you can text us directly with your questions and opinions on everything from the team's name to that day's lineup. And it's the only way to get your questions and comments on the Cleveland Baseball Talk podcast. Why sign up? Hear from one of our subscribers. I'm uh, Jeff Heinerson. I grew up there in Milan, Ohio, but I now live out in Idaho. I've been here for 40 years and 
Uh, my son was born and raised here, and I got him as a birthday present of uh, your subtext. And I wanted to thank Paul for sending him a birthday greeting and to tell you that he is really enjoying the subtext. He even he's not from Ohio, but because he grew up with me, he's hardcore Indian fan. So thanks again. Jeff and all of our Indian subtext subscribers agree. There's a lot going on with the Indians, and the best way to keep up is with Indian subtext. Go to joinsubtext.com slash Cleveland Indians, or better yet, text Hoinsey at 216-208-4346. Again, that's 216-208-4346. We look forward to hearing from you on Indian subtext. Uh, The Indians also announced Owen Miller and uh, Tyler Freeman were being optioned to the the, the AAA camp, but that they're going to stay with the big league club, at least for the immediate future, uh, just to play in some of these exhibition games, you know, as late inning guys to, to sort of, uh, you know, fill out there. And, uh, and it was just another opportunity for Francona to rave about the way Owen Miller hits. He's, he's convinced that Owen Miller is a big league hitter and, you know, will be able to be able to hit uh, against really good big league pitching. And that's a high compliment for uh, uh, another kid who, who hasn't really played above double A ball. Yeah, and they're gonna, uh, they said they're going to move him around the infield, both of them, right? Uh, play, have him play all, all, all the infield positions. So if there is a, you know, if there is a need, they can come up and play. Uh, you know, Fre- uh, Freeman was really impressive, Joe. I think yeah, what, he yeah. hit close to 400, didn't he? he, I, he, he I mean, he had a great batting average. And, and that's, his rep- had- that's his reputation is he puts the bat on the ball. So yeah. it should be no surprise that – that he has a, had a high batting average in spring training. What really surprised, uh, I, I think, everybody was the way he played defense. He, he turned in some really outstanding defensive yeah. plays at shortstop. Yeah, and he made some plays in the hole, you know, showed a strong arm. Uh, very, And, you know, he can play – obviously, he's a, he's a middle infielder. He can play second or, or short. I think they had him pegged more as a second baseman. So, you know, he really helped himself this spring. And so did, you know, obviously Owen Miller coming over – in the uh, Clevenger deal from San Diego. Yeah, what Tito told both guys was, you know, we're going to move you around the diamond. We're going to have you play every position, uh, but we're not making you utility guys. It's that if there's a need at the major league level, you know, he wants them to have been able to have said they played first base or played second base. And so it's not completely foreign to them when they call them up to, to take somebody's spot. So, uh, you know, that that's the reasoning behind moving the, moving them around, even though, I think Miller's pretty much a second baseman and, you know, Freeman's pretty much always played shortstop at the minors. Yeah. The, both the really uh, interesting guys. They fit into that, that mold of young infielders that the Indians have groomed and developed and, and stockpiled. Results from Sunday's game, actually pretty, pretty outstanding. If you're Shane Bieber, uh, the, the American league Cy Young winner from last season, four scoreless innings allowed two hits struck out six batters uh, for the Indians in a 7-2 uh, win. And really, uh, Bieber looked locked in and, and, and ready to go. He's got one more start before uh, the, the opener. So he's, he's, he's in that mode where he's flipped the switch from sort of developing his pitches and, and working on that to being in competitive mode. And when you, when you see competitive Bieber out on the mound, uh, that's, that's usually a pretty good sign for the Indians. Yeah, that was really encouraging. You know, he's kind of had, you know, he had, didn't have that like, uh, you know, just a wipeout 
camp like he had last year before it got canceled. He's had some ups and downs. He's worked on some things. I think you're seeing, you know, maybe the maturation of him. You know, he, he's confident enough where he can take a start to work on pitches. And, it, you know, it's not life or death. And now you're starting to, like you said, Joe, he's starting to get into uh, the competitive uh, mode that you need to be in when the season opens. Yeah. How many times did we watch Corey Kluber have a camp the same way where you know he's Corey Kluber, but he would work on stuff early, you know, not let it, not sweat it if things, you know, didn't go exactly as to plan. He's not out there competing the whole time for a roster spot. He knows what his roster spot is. Uh, you, you just sort of saw that from Bieber this time as well. And, and hey, if they run a guy out there who's never played center field on you and you, you give up seven unearned runs in a game, you go over and you pat the guy on the back. I mean, in the past, a young pitcher, if something like that happens, you know, he, he might have a meltdown afterwards, but but that wasn't the case with Bieber. He did everything right. Yeah, that was that that was a classy move. Definitely. Definitely. All right. And and it was also good to see the Indians uh, offense sort of wake up yesterday. Uh, Cesar Hernandez had a three hit game. Jose Ramirez, a couple of games from uh, Reyes hit a bomb. Uh, Cesar, uh, you know, the the home run in what is the what was it? The sixth or seventh inning. Uh, that was uh, unexpected, I think. Uh, uh, Francona's had a lot of positive things to say. I think the the signing, the re-signing of Cesar Hernandez, uh, you know, in the offseason was just a big relief for everybody in the organization. And and he's really paying off right now. He looks like he's in midseason form. Yeah, that's a great point, Joe. You know, he's played, you know, he's played, that was his third game successive game. You know, three games in a row. In those three games, he went seven for 12. You know, so he's starting to he's starting to get ramped up for for the season, obviously, and that's what the you know, uh, Francona's plan has always been is start okay. You start playing the regulars, you know, back to back now consecutive games. The closer you get to the regular season, I think Reyes has hit two home runs in the last three games, so he's starting to see, you know, the the uh, core of that lineup, uh, really starting to you know, kind of just just get in that flow for the for opening day. Roberto Perez, another guy who's got a, you know, seven game hitting streak or something crazy like that. As he's getting more at bats here in, in, in spring, he's, uh, he's starting to start to round into it. Uh, all right. It's, it's Monday. It's a day that ends in why we might as well ask who's going to be the starting first baseman again, because, you know, that's the question <laughs> that's on everybody's mind. Uh, Bobby Bradley gets the start. I believe today, Jake Bowers, uh, the walking machine, Jake Bowers, as he's, he's been on base a lot and hit the ball very much. Yeah. Uh, this is going to come down to the wire as, and, and be a really difficult decision for the Indians. Yeah. I, you know, I've, I've gone back and forth on this, Joe. I, you know, I keep thinking what I thought Bowers early, you know, I thought there's no, either they would give him because he's out of options and the, the later it gets and the more I think about it, you know, I think they've got to give Bradley a shot, you know, but you know, I would not be surprised if it went the other way, but I just think it, it's hard. It would be hard to tell Bobby Bradley no this time. I, how do you how do you sit there with a straight face and tell him, well, you know, it, it, it's it, the spots you you earn this spot, but it's going to go to somebody else. That that that's what his camp he's earned that spot. Uh, the other thing is, if you send Bobby Bradley to the depth camp, if you send him to the alternate site with no competitive games with uncertainty and with 
but just the, the fact that nobody wants to be at that site and nobody wants to be in that situation. All the guys there are probably pissed off anyways. Yeah. Uh, you know, the Bobby Bradley that's hitting the ball all over the place and, you know, sort of locked in right now in, in summer, in spring training, isn't the Bobby Bradley you're going to bring back to the major league club if he's spent a month down at depth camp. I, I, I really truly believe that. Yeah, that's uh, that's a great point. And uh, you, you would think he'd have to, you know, play some games after the AAA season starts. You're probably thinking, you know, you'd have to play it through May. So that's two months that you don't have them and you don't know what kind of player you're getting back. So, you know, it's just, it's, it's a difficult time of the year. It always is. There's always, you know, uh, you know, tough, tough decisions. This is going to be a hard one, but it's, you know, if you, if you do the pros and cons, you know, uh, you know, what keeping powers, keeping Bradley, you know, I think there's a lot more check marks on Bradley's side of the uh, on uh, of the ledger. All right. Well, today the Indians uh, are uh, who are they playing today? Hang on. Who are they playing today? Milwaukee. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, the Indians take on the Brewers today at Goodyear Ballpark. Coinsy will be there watching Tristan McKenzie in one of his final tune-ups for the uh, the regular season. Uh, McKenzie looking to come out strong uh, and, you know, build off of his last outing where he, he did pretty well. Uh, what else are we expecting today out of the Indians? Wednesday? Yeah. I, you know, I haven't seen McKenzie go past three innings yet, Joe. And I think that's, that's something he's got to get there. If he's going to be a viable piece to this uh, rotation, especially, you know, coming out of the, uh, you know, coming out of spring training when they break camp uh, on, you know, on the 30th, uh, he's going to have to get lengthened out and, uh, you know, that's something to watch today for me. That's what I'm going to be watching. All right. We'll take, uh, uh, you know, take your time getting out to the ballpark today. Have a, have a good, uh, nice warm day. It's actually really nice back here in Cleveland. So I'm uh, going to get outside and throw the ball around a little bit. We will talk to you again tomorrow from Goodyear on the Cleveland Baseball Talk Podcast. <laughs>